Hello and welcome or welcome back to The Smug Buds. My name is Will. I'm one of your hosts and I'm joined by your other host. Her name is Liz. Hi, Liz. Hey, Will. How are you? I'm doing a-okay. And yourself? I, as I previously told you, I'm quite sleepy, but I think we're going to be okay since I'm not leading the ship today. Yeah, terrific. Yeah, uh, Liz expressed to me uh, she's lost some sleep. She's quite tired. And uh, Liz knows that I am in charge of this episode, though she doesn't know what it's about. And while she's uh, based on the state that she's in, she's she's going to love this episode. Uh, I'm 100% sure of it. <laughs> um, you're in you're in just the right frame of mind uh, oh, for uh, what I have in store. But before uh, that is revealed, uh, do you have any old business? Yeah. Old business. Um, I have a new music video category. Oh, all right. And it's because I knew of one music video, and then a new music video just came out, and. As I, I, I had seen it first and had this thought, but when Kenny saw it, he said, well, I guess you've got a new category, huh? And I was like, yes, I do. Music two, video. Oh, go ahead. Two, two videos with one thing in common yes. makes, a, makes a category. Yes. <laughs> uh, music videos where there's a burnt bed. Oh, okay. Can you think of the first one? No. The first one is Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, mm. obviously. Okay. Are you familiar with how that, that music video no, I'm I, I I'm sure I probably saw it once at some point, but I do not recall it now. So the music video, it's worth watching for this particular thing for you because I think you'll think it's as funny as I did even at the time. Mm. The the premise of the music video is that she's like being sex trafficked. Oh great, uh huh. <laughs> That's it's. I mean, it is bad, but like it's very way pr- way prettier than that. Some, and so uh, <laughs> some early Sound of Freedom shit. It sounds like. <laughs> So she's in this like very sterile white sort of like underground environment with no um, windows. And there are these men wearing like weird sort of like half face masks. And um, so she does, she like is, she gets like a bath at one point and then she um, uh, does like a little dance for the men. And then they bid on her and their whole, there's like a bunch of like laptops lined up with like the bidding numbers going up, but the men are like bidding and they're like, I, can you explain what I'm doing? It looks like you're trying to uh, turn on a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like wiggling their thumbs on these controllers and the controllers mm. that they're, they're just Wii controllers. They're like the Wii uh, like nunchuck. Yeah. Or not the nunchuck, but the, what's the one with the joystick on it? That is the nunchuck. Okay. The yeah. nunchuck. <laughs> but she gets bought by a man, um, the main man. And then the, um, there's a dancing scene that's happening in a different place. But um, for the, like, I want your love and I want your revenge, she's, like, very slowly walking towards a bed wearing, like, a bra and a thong and, like, a cape that's made out of a bear, like, a white bearskin. And this dude, like, unbuttons one button and, like, flings it open Mm -hmm. (laughs) and is, like, sitting on the bed with, like, a drink of, I think, a glass of vodka. Mm. Um, And then when she actually reaches the bed, like, her bra has, like... um, flamethrowers and uh-huh. the bed catches on fire and then it ends with her the man uh now a skeleton and her lying on the bed looking also a bit of a crisp mm-hmm. uh a little sooty yeah um smoking a cigarette with her bra uh sort of like sparking a little bit mm-hmm. um classic song classic song 
um, the new Olivia Rodrigo song, Vampire. Or no, mm. not Vampire. Um, I don't know why I said Vampire. Um, Bad Idea Right. Okay. Um, the concept of that, the premise of that song in the music video is like, seeing you tonight's a bad idea, right? Like, we... I know he's my ex, but we can just be friends. And so she, like, travels it, both in the song and the music video to this guy's house. And so in the music video, at the very end, when she gets to the house, there's, like, a there's a figure on a bed in a bedroom that's, like, made of light. And it's got, like, fireworks going on. And then it switches to being, like, a burnt side of the bed that's, like, all blackened and she's in bed lying there like, <sighs> I shouldn't have mm-hmm. done this. <laughs> it mm. was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the new category. And I think I think that I I don't I think those are the only two. The only other one I can think of that would be related that I don't think counts because I feel like both of those are very jokey, like the patriarchy's bad sort of thing, or like this is a bad decision, is that I feel like the video the music video for Monster with Rihanna and Eminem also has a bed that's on fire, Mm. but maybe the whole house is on fire. So I don't think it really counts, Mm. but that's the only other one I can think of. It has, Uh, that has Dominic Monaghan in it. Right. From Lord of the Rings. Yeah. One of the hobbits. Yes. He's he's the man. He's the man in the relationship. He's Mary, I think. (laughs) I think I, I can't tell Mary and Pippin apart. (laughs) I think Pippin is Billy Boyd. Yes, and that Dominic makes sense. Dominic Monaghan is the one who was also on Lost, right? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. That's him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, I guess. <laughs> it's very weird. He's a small man in real life. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, people being in things, I had a topic for the old business category uh, because of a connection that I think will be obvious to you. I wanted to ask you: Have you been watching the new season of The After Party? No, is it out? Well, it's not completely out. But, but it's, it's coming out. God, no, I didn't. I'll have to. It has been coming out. Okay, well, a topic for on or off mic in perhaps the near future. I think you know, because I think you watched a trailer yes. for the new season of The After Party, and we identified, ah, there is a, enough of a glimpse in this trailer to know that in one episode of the season, they are doing a Wes Anderson-inspired thing. Yes. And uh, you can see that episode now. I think it's episode, oh, like, four or five of of, this, of season two. Anna Conklin, right? I don't know her name, but I understand she's from Pen15, which yeah, I didn't great. watch. Yeah, Um. Yeah, she's very funny. And she's, I mean, she's a writer, too, because they wrote that. Um. Well, I won't spoil anything for you, but I will just uh, tell you, in very general terms, my impression of it, which is, uh, it is a success. And <gasps> I, wow! <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just, I, I assumed you would hate it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, th- I think they, I think they pulled it off pretty brilliantly. Because as you and I have talked about, like it's actually really difficult to parody Wes Anderson because just because the 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 sort of motifs are really easy to recognize doesn't mean they're really easy to actually execute. Mm-hmm. No, I think we'll, we'll talk about it more after you've seen it, but I think that they did an excellent job of uh, parodying a lot of things that are recognizable, um, parodying both tropes 
of his whole filmography, but also specific things from specific movies, uh, while at the same time serving their own narrative and just making a good episode of their show. That's incredible. Um, and uh, we can we can talk in more detail later about all the the levels that it uh, that it works on. Um, a small side note about After Party, which is just that, as you know, in the first season, Ben Schwartz was in it, which is why I watched it. Yeah. Um, but I will be seeing him in less than a month now. Oh, in Ben my Schwartz and friends. $150 second row seats. <laughs> and That's by a... seats, I mean one seat because I could not justify spending $300 on tickets for both of us. <laughs> That is, uh, that's very exciting. And that, and that makes sense. Um, I also uh, wanted to um, bring up something briefly because of our Tears of the Kingdom episode recently. And uh, this, uh, I want to tell you uh, about another video game. Oh, yeah. um, That I have reason to think that you will like. And Mm -hmm. I have just been playing it recently. And it's called Sable. Sable, okay. S-A-B-L-E. And one reason to like it is because it has original music by Japanese Breakfast. Oh, amazing. But the real reason I bring it up in old business uh, is because uh, I wasn't expecting this having not started to play it. But once I started to play it, it was obvious that some of the core mechanics of the gameplay are pretty blatantly Breath of the Wild inspired. I remember seeing a trailer for this game. Mm-hmm. Because it's Howe- beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really, really cool and gorgeous uh, in a unique way. And uh, I was about to say, however, uh, there, uh, unlike Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, there is no combat. There, and there is no health and there is no damage and there is no dying. There's no losing or game overs, basically. So I know that the combat is not your favorite part of Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I know, I know that's not the appeal. So I'm saying Sable, I think, has much of what appeals to you about those Zelda games and none of what appeals to you least about them. What is it on? So I'm playing it on PC. Okay. Because I think console-wise it might be an Xbox Xbox exclusive. Oh no. But um so that changes sometimes and it's been oh, out for right, a, yeah. it's been out for a couple of years. So I haven't looked it up to find out if maybe actually by now it's on Switch or PlayStation or both or but Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um I bought it on PC. Quite it's on a while. PlayStation Five now. Oh, good, good. That's as of twenty two, as of November of twenty two. But you're right; it was initially released in September of twenty one for exactly what you said. Yes, I uh, uh, I look a fool and feel a fool because I bought it for PC when that was the only way I was going to be able to play it, mm-hmm. and then I didn't play it at all. For over a year, and in that time, it came out for the PlayStation. (laughs) That is how I would rather be playing it. But yes, you've already um, purchased it. Here we are. I um, I especially appreciate that because, and I don't know, you might find this morally problematic, but 
there's this guy on YouTube. <laughs> Will just made a look at me like, really? <laughs> mm. There's the. <laughs> There's this guy on YouTube who I love. Um, his name is Zeltic. Um, he's, I don't know what his background is, but he has a beautiful accent. Mm. Um, and he does really in-depth videos about Zelda. Um, yeah. Where he's like translating the Hellion and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but he also does something that I really love, which he sort of like, um, he'll do videos that like talk about the narrative arc of the of various games and like... Um, not just games, though, like, also sometimes, like, characters, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the reason why I love Zelda so much. Um, and so he did a three-part video on the sort of lore of Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. um, and I I watched all of it. <laughs> and so it goes the whole way to the end. So I I basically had gotten to a point in the game where I was like, okay, I've, I feel like anything that I'm going to discover... Like, anything that I've discovered, I've discovered what I would like to discover. If I get spoiled a little bit now, it's not as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, even if that's, like, the end of the game or whatever. Yeah. And so I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't actually think I'm going to be able to do this. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, we'll see. Um, I have one temple. I've been going really slow, as you know, but I haven't been playing as much recently, um, even though I love it, just because I haven't had time. Um, I have I just have the the Gerudo temple left, the fire temple, mm. and um, then can do a bunch of other stuff. But um, by the way, the the Gerudo I think is the lightning temple. You're right. The Gorons. The Gorons are the. It. I. I fire this temple. is a. They real both pet, start with G. And... This is this is a real pet peeve of mine. Is that mm-hmm. like I I know the difference obviously, yeah. but they both start with G, and so sometimes I just say the wrong one. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah. So I um. I, I especially am glad to hear that this game exists that is similar. <laughs> yeah, check it out sometime. So, on to new business. Yes. It is August. What does it mean for it to be August? What does it mean to you? For me, it means that Elliot starts school Monday. Yes. It means that I'm going to start taking antidepressants in about a month. <laughs> Um, and it means, um, you could have stopped after the first thing because yeah. that the, the answer I was looking for is back to school. It's back to school. Yeah. I work at a type of school. My wife works at another type of school. Mm-hmm. You yourself, as you alluded to, uh, are a, a parent of a school age child. A different type of school. Indeed. Both of your schools. Mm -hmm. A third type of school, if you can imagine such a thing. (laughs) Uh, So who knows better than us uh, that August means back to school. (laughs) So I thought in August, we should take the podcast back to school. (laughs) Oh my God, what are we doing, Will? And And what better way to take the podcast back to school than with a pop quiz, pop quiz, Liz, get your... Something to, and listener, this goes for you too, not just Liz. Get your something to write with and your something to write upon because this back to school episode of the Smug Buds is the fourth annual Will Hoffacker quiz. I, um, it comes around once a year. It doesn't come around at the same time each year, but it happens. Once a year since 2020. Let's see if this pen I just pulled out of a backpack I don't use anymore works. Also just found a bunch of books I never read. Whoops. 
Cool. <laughs> I'll use my vegetable notebook. And this it works. Is, um, we're, we're good. Oh, wonderful. Uh, we are ready. So, uh, since this is uh, the back-to-school-themed quiz... Oh, Will, do you remember when I bought this notebook? Uh, was it at an AWP? I bought it with you at Elliott Bay Books. Oh, yes, yes. Because <laughs> I was like, I wasn't going to do it, and finally I was like, I'm just doing it. And <laughs> we're like, that's fine, Liz. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you if you need anyone's permission, I'm happy to give you mine. <laughs> um, so, uh, August means back to school, and uh, that means that uh, this quiz is going to simulate uh, the experience of one school day. Uh, oh, my God. The uh, the quiz is written, uh, as uh, all my quizzes have been, in the uh, style of uh, Geeks Who Drink, whatever that means currently. Uh, and right now, that means that there are seven rounds of the quiz, and there are eight questions in each round. There will be two audio rounds. There will be zero visual rounds because (laughs) we are doing this for a podcast and the first round or should i say uh first period of the day is history class Uh, well i was as as i told will earlier Mm. i'm both tired and kind of having a bad day so the fact that will is just here making me happy is such a gift and and yes and having and having a terrible night of sleep uh Presumably, we'll put you <laughs> in a great position to uh, participate in being asked all these trivia questions that I've written. Um, okay, so it's history class. What type of history you might ask? Well, you might call it ancient history if you are a smart aleck like me, because, of course, it is, as all my quizzes have been, the current events round. These yes. questions were all written yesterday. Yesterday was Friday. August 25th, 2023, and all of these questions are about things that were in the news when I looked up the news on the (laughs) internet yesterday. So, uh, are you ready? Yes. Question number one, and and, uh, there's the way that I've written these is they all start with a quote from an article I pulled from, and uh, because primary sources are so important, Uh, (laughs) history in their own words. Uh, question number one, quote, for a lot of these people, this is their magic. Ex- oh, fucked up on the very first sentence. Here we go. <laughs> for a lot of these people, this is their major public debut, said photographer and professor Ray Mantle about some mugshots out of Georgia, which include a couple of notable exceptions to his statement, such as Donald Trump and fellow New Yorker America's mayor, who... Oh, yeah. Question number two. Quote, Virgo season together in a house of chrome. See you there. Wrote what queen in an Instagram post expressing her birthday wish for concert goers to wear silver when they attend the next month of shows on her Renaissance tour. I know this one from a personal conversation. Okay. Question number three, quote, give me a hug just like you did to Obama and you'll help elect me just like you did to Obama, said, sorry if I pronounced this wrong, Vivek Ramaswamy, 
in the Republican presidential primary debate speaking to what former New Jersey governor remembered by New Yorkers for Bridgegate? Question number four, quote, Any non-Jewish person putting on a fake nose in order to portray a Jew is colliding with a grim history, said historian David M. Perry in the wake of recent discourse about Helen Mirren playing Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir in the movie Golda and Bradley Cooper playing what conductor in his upcoming biopic, Maestro. Playing what conductor who is Jewish? Question number five, quote, I want to clarify that at no time did I consent to the kiss, said forward Jenny Hermoso, because what country's Football Federation president Louise Rubiales kissed her after they beat England to win the Women's World Cup final? Wow. What, what country? My uh, queer sports history is not... I'm failing my, my fellow queer sports people right now. Question number six. Quote, even if the experience is only brief, it's unethical and should not be encouraged, said Cats Protection Central Behavior Officer Daniel Warren Cummings, reacting to the TikTok trend of users spinning around their pets, set to remixed audio of the song August from what artist's album Folklore? Yeah. What artist? Well, I did this. Cool. Um, <laughs> there are some animal advocates who would say uh, you are immoral for doing so. I'm sure that I am. I'm sure for those five seconds. <laughs> you can send me to send me to the working say, line. Okay. <laughs> uh, question number seven. Quote, it was funny seeing that presidential debate. I wrote that song about those people said singer Oliver Anthony after Fox News moderators played a clip of his viral song called Rich Men North of What City a Couple Hours South of D.C. I just want to say you gave me the one piece of information I did know the answer to from that. <laughs> yes, and one that perhaps you could extrapolate if you just heard this for the first but time. But I didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> And the final question, question number eight, quote, after fucking over actors and writers, the studios have progressed to fucking over themselves, wrote Kyle Buchanan in a since deleted post, responding to news that Warner Brothers is postponing Timothy Chalamet's Moadib time by pushing <laughs> what movie to 2024 amid the strikes in Hollywood? Yeah, got it. Do you need to hear any of those questions again before no. we go over answers? All right. Question number one. Who is America's mayor? Rudy Giuliani. Correct. What a weird man. Correct. Again, <laughs> by, but that's and by not what good a weird, for another point. By, by what a weird man, I just mean 
If I, if on 9-11 I had known the trajectory of this man's career, I would have been like, wait, what? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could... You could say that also about Donald Trump and, and a number of other people I could think of in a similar sphere. Uh, question number two, uh, Virgo season in a house of Chrome. Who's this? Beyonce. Correct. Sarah um, already had a silver outfit and was very pleased at this announcement. Mm. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, question number three, who is that former New Jersey governor? Chris Christie. Correct. The man they loved so much, they named him twice. Yes, indeed. Just, just added like, a little thing at the end. Just like my home city, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> New York, New Yorky. Uh, okay, uh, who, uh, question number four. Who is the subject of the movie Maestro, directed just, by Bradley Cooper, also starring Bradley Cooper as, as whom? Beethoven. No, so not that type of conductor. Oh no, is it a train conductor? No, that okay. <laughs> I didn't mean that far from. I just the answer is Leonard Bernstein. I never would have gotten that. Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> I was like, did they make a, a train movie called Maestro? <laughs> no, <laughs> not as far as I know. Um. Question number five, uh, who beat England to win the Women's World Cup? Mexico? Uh, probably as close as you can be while also being wrong. It was Spain. Ah. Uh. Spain. Uh, question number six, uh, who's that artist? Taylor Swift. Correct. That's number four. From and, from, and that song uh, was from a show that I watched with Sarah. A, a concert no that that song was uh the reason that they came out with the like redone version of it mm. was for the summer i turned pretty which is a show that sarah oh. and i watched like simulcast watched. i see gotcha um mm-hmm. and it was in the trailer i think maybe i'm wrong mm. no. <laughs> but i think that that's what what it was from I um could, i can believe it. it which is a perfect song for the show but so the second season was a mess oh no (laughs) we we got to the last episode and i said to sarah did we need to have this episode and she Mm. said no (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah oh well um they're all on strike now so yeah um they've got time to improve um question number seven rich men north of where richmond correct eighth and final question Muad'Dib time refers to what movie? Dune 2. I don't Dune. know if, if they actually are calling it something else, but... I believe it is called Dune Part 2. Okay, so I, I accept that. I think that's... You, you accept. Yes, you, you are correct. Um, okay, uh, that was history class. That was round one. That was first period, I should say. Uh, the bell rings, ding, ding, ding. That's how a school bell sounds. And then... <laughs> Where do you suppose that we have to go next? Second period, it always comes earlier in the day than you want it to. It's P.E. Gym, it's gym class, yes. P.E., physical education, whatever you want to call it, it means that you have to go to the locker room, change your uniform, you have to do physical activity, you have to be uh, really sweaty uh, mm-hmm. for and gross for the rest of the day. So you wish it came later. 
but it doesn't. It's second period. And to make matters even worse, it's not just gym class. It's the presidential fitness challenge going on right now, Liz. <laughs> and it's the worst part of that also. It's, it's mile run day. Side note, by the way, when I was Googling presidential fitness challenge, I learned something that I don't remember ever knowing. Yes. That the presidential fitness challenge was discontinued. Yes. In the year 2013, <laughs> which is one year after I graduated high school. Or why are you looking? Oh, because I mean college. Right? <laughs> Sorry. I said, um, or was it 2009? And that's why. No, I think it was 2013. Still, though, so soon after we graduated. Not as soon as I uh, was framing it to be, but yes, it, it was. Uh, it was a sad fact that that <laughs> made me very angry. Can I tell you something else that made me angry? That made me angry to know it, and I am like it like doesn't affect me and had nothing to do with me. It when Kenny was in high school, for Jim, if you just wanted to walk laps around the edge of either the basketball court. Or, like, the outside field, if they were outside. Yeah. You just could. Uh-huh. And you didn't have to get changed. Right. And so Kenny was just like, well, fuck this, and just took a slow walk for 40 minutes. Cool. Isn't that infuriating? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Whereas, like, we played crab soccer half the time, which was just, like, badge city. Uh-huh. Because those girls, those girls myself included, uh, yeah, we're all wearing, like, the shortest shorts possible, and then you're just on all fours, like, kicking at each other. Whose idea was this? Yeah, seems like <laughs> maybe a gym teacher's fetish or something. <laughs> um, anyway, by the way, if I want to lie about my age on the podcast, you should you should let me. Um, yeah, Will, you're actually four years younger than me. <laughs> that's Or five, approximately, yeah. Um if if I want people to believe that, that's my right. Um, okay, so anyway, it's mile run day, and uh, on you know that's terrible news. But on the bright side, uh, while you're doing your mile run, you can put your headphones in. Maybe you have uh, an MP3 player or a Discman or a Walkman, and I have done you the courtesy of making you a playlist of eight songs, all of which uh, I have chosen because they will uh, pump you up. And uh, make the mile run uh, more bearable. And I'm going to need all eight. And yes, at the rate <laughs> at which I complete the mile run, we would hear all eight songs in full. Yes. Um, but for the purposes of the quiz, we're going to hear uh, only a short clip of each of them. This is your first audio round. I'm going to turn okay. on the Bluetooth speaker now. But I'm going to get use. into... Gonna, yeah, hashtag fair use. And... and um, I'll just say in a second how you're going to hear these clips. Okay. Um, but uh, you, you just have to hear a clip and, and identify the, the song for, for a point. Um, now, we learned, a, we, we, we've done this three times before. Mm -hmm. And it was on the third time that I <laughs> finally learned a hard lesson. <laughs> that it's easy for me to get these audio clips onto the podcast by playing them on my Bluetooth speaker into my microphone. Yeah. However, that's not great for you hearing them. Oh, right. Yes. We were having a hard time with it the last time. We discovered we have a better means of you hearing what I want to play for you. Yeah. 
which is uh, we're on Zoom and I'm going to use Zoom to share my screen, but not my screen. I'm going to share audio only. Yes. So Liz is going to hear these clips because I'm going to share audio on Zoom, which doesn't go into the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm simultaneously also going to do the old method of playing them on the speaker. That's so that they'll be recorded. But Liz, so you don't hear it twice at the same time, I'm going to mute myself on the Zoom. Okay, I, I understand. And also, you're so smart. I'm, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe in the way that like MacGyver is really smart or worse. <laughs> or Rube. Or, like, or Rube Goldberg, yes, in the way that Rube Goldberg was perhaps a genius. Okay, so... Um, now to begin this complicated process. I'm going to hit mute on Zoom. Liz won't hear me, but I'm going to keep talking for the benefit of the podcast. Okay, I have now muted myself. I can say whatever I want about Liz, uh, and she will hear it later when she listens to the podcast. I think Liz is uh, great, and her uh, hair looks very big today. Um, but I've already told her that, so she's going to hear it twice. Um, okay, I am sharing computer audio uh this is number one number one and next I have to play number two Okay, from number two, we go to number three. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Few burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving. And... Okay, from number three, we go to song number four. <laughs> that was number four and from number four we can go to number five 
His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. Over. Blow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up. All right, if that was number five, then it's time to listen to song number six. Cool, cool, cool. From number six, let's go on to number seven. Lucky number seven. Bobby running out of time. All the echoes in my mind. that just leaves one more and it's song number eight here it comes Okay, I have unmuted myself on Zoom. Liz can hear me again. Yes, I can. That was a real mixed bag. Yeah, and um, it was it was a little bit of a mixed bag for me too. You know why? <laughs> why? Well, uh, you know um, what a brilliant uh, plan that I had for doing this, and I, I I think hopefully it's been executed just fine. I just when I came up with the plan, I did not think about. The fact that, well, this means that I will experience, I will hear them, uh, I will hear it twice. <laughs> oh, because of your headphones. Like, I, yes. So <laughs> so my experience of that was playing it for you, hearing it in my headphones via the computer, and then also I'm playing it from my phone to the speaker. I also hear that. I'm in the room mm -hmm. with the speaker. And if I were to mute it on the computer... That music for you too, so you would no longer hear it. So, <laughs> um, so I feel insane. Um, <laughs> but uh, but on the bright side, um, at least that was only the first of two audio rounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to turn <laughs> off the speaker now. Um, let's go over answers. What was song number one, please? Running up that hill by Kate Bush. 100% correct. Good a for a song one about point. imagining sexism. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, what was uh, song number two? Will, I have no idea. I've heard this song in commercials, I assume. <laughs> da 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 da. Um, so this song kind of goes by two names and each name is all over different parts of the song, which is why I only played you the part where they're saying Um, technically the song is called I'm gonna be, but then in parentheses, 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Oh, I would not have gotten either of those. Not, not, I, ask, the amount of information I had. I, if you said <laughs> 500 miles or I would walk 500 miles, yeah. I, I would have accepted any, any of that. I appreciate that. Um, I think that's what most people would say. And, and that would be a clear indication that, that you got it. Um, but you didn't. And that's okay. That was only number <laughs> two. Uh, any idea what song number three was? So I don't know what song it was, but it's Cake. It is the artist Cake, yes. My ex-boyfriend loved Cake. He had like 12 Cake shirts. And he would make me mix CDs that were like 50% Cake. (laughs) Ex-boyfriends do be loving the band Cake. Uh, (laughs) And uh, uh, I think I'm going to give you a point just for that. But suppose you had to guess what the name of the song was, bearing in mind the theme. Yeah, Foot Race. Uh, hmm. No, uh, it's called The Distance. Ah, the distance. He's going the distance. The distance. Okay, yes, I do. I do know that song. Speed. Um, Okay, but you knew cake, and that's good. Um, If it were yeah, that guy is that guy has a voice. If it were real geeks who drink uh, trivia, then uh, each of these would be worth two points: Uh, one for the song name and one for the artist, which I think is um, too much for me uh, most of the time. Um, Song number four. Any idea what that was? I okay, so it's Eye of the Tiger. Correct. I have no idea who sings the song. It is by a band called Survivor. Wow, I really didn't know. I thought this was one of those things where I didn't know, but as, but you would say I didn't think it was this, but you'd be like, it's Queen, and I'd be uh-huh, like, oh, right. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nope, uh, kind of a one-hit wonder, but what what a hit! Um, the guy's voice is so. Um, I feel like his voice is so much in line with other songs from that era, mm. time period, which is part mm-hmm. of the reason why I thought, surely I know the name of this band. I just don't know it. It'll be a, ha- it a hair connected. metal band that you've heard of before. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, that was Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. And you get a point. You knew the name of the song. Uh, what was number five? Uh, it was Lose Yourself by Eminem from the movie Eight Mile about his about the fictionalized version of his rise to uh, fame. As a rapper, a white rapper. That is uh, all 100% correct. That was uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem from 8 Mile. What was number six? Um, this is the final countdown, mm-hmm. which I, of course, know because of Joe. It's the development. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have no idea who sings the song. This is by a band called Europe. If you had said Queen, I was going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's Europe. Fine. Okay, I also did not know that. All of Europe got together and they put out this <laughs> song called The Final Countdown. What was number seven? This was Aurora Running with the Wolves. Yep. And I feel like this is actually the deepest cut in general from this list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know of this very Scandinavian lady um, because my yoga teacher used to play her when I was pregnant. Cool. <laughs> so presumably some of the 
first uh, music that a, a pre young uh, Elliot uh, heard. Did you have you ever seen the music video for the song? Um, I don't recall. I think in, I think so. Yeah, she's in like a pit, and mm. um, not a pit, but it's like a desolate area, and she's like connected to a bunch of wires to like mm. the ground, and she has to rip them out of her body to mm. run away from a jeep, and it's very mm. scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Um and uh and it's also featured uh in a movie called Wolf Walkers. It wasn't written for the film, but it's used uh excellently in that film, uh which is good. Uh finally, what was song number 8? Speaking of uh songs from movie, a lot of these are are It sounds like it should play before Ninja Turtles. Yeah, no, the um the the film or films uh you could think of hearing this uh is is Top Gun. Oh, also yeah. also Ooh, Top yeah, Gun Maverick. Um and uh it's Danger Zone by Kenny Danger Loggins. Zone. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Yeah. So, um by the uh standards I've imposed on how you can get a point in this round, uh you have gotten 6 out of 8 correct. In both uh, classes so far, both history and PE, yeah. so you're you're on a roll and you're very consistent. Um, you're a consistent. Let's call it a B. Let's say you got a B in history and a B in PE. Not bad. Uh, that brings us to round number three, aka third period, is mm-hmm. science class. Ooh. And uh, what is uh, happening that is special in science class today? Well, it's science fair day. And since today is the science fair, all of the questions I've written in this round are about either a volcano or (laughs) an ingredient in making a science fair volcano. Oh, my God. I just did this with Elliot. Really? Okay. Yeah. Maybe that will prepare you for at these. At the pool, eight. I mean, I don't know if this is going to spoil any of your questions, but at the pool yesterday, she said to me, she has those, re- have you seen these reusable water balloons that they have now? Yes. Um, she said to me, what if we put a base and an acid in this? Would mm. it explode? And I was mm-hmm. like, damn girl, what up? Yeah. <laughs> Fu- yeah, future scientist. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, did I say that these questions are about those things? Because... Uh, maybe I should have said inspired by. Oh, okay, the, those that's things. fine. Um, qu- are you ready? Yes. Question number one. On Monday, July tenth, twenty twenty three, around four forty p.m., magma plumes began rising from a nine hundred meter long fissure close to Littlehruter Hill in what country that nevertheless hasn't totally melted yet? What country? Question number two. Bacon soda. I got bacon soda. Chance OT Genesis in what 2014 song about a declaration of love that might make ice tea jealous? Bacon soda. I got bacon soda. It's part of the refrain of what song? Question number three. Astronomer Donald Olson has suggested that the massive eruption of Krakatoa in Indonesia may explain the red and orange sky over Norway 
depicted in what famous 1893 painting by Edvard Munch? Oh. E-D-V-A-R-D-M-U-N-C-H. Liz is uh, doing a gesture reminiscent of Home Alone. I don't know why. Maybe she thinks (laughs) that Home Alone is the answer. Um, Question number four. To pee or not to pee is a subheading in a very well health article that includes white vinegar among what not to use if you're stung by a what? Question number five. The most volcanically active body in our solar system is what moon of Jupiter with a name that also sounds like one of the stars of FX's The Bear. Oh, I know this. (laughs) I know both of the parts. (laughs) Question number six. Fighting oil with oil could be the slogan of what dish soap brand that loves to remind consumers they're the top choice of rescue workers cleaning wildlife after oil spills but they're quieter about the fact that their product itself contains petroleum. <laughs> Lots of very sad looking ducks on those labels. <laughs> Question number seven. Finiculi Finicula was composed in 1880 to commemorate the opening of the first funicular railway on what volcanic mountain that itself gives its name to a 2010 song by Sufjan Stevens. Oh. oh no. Name that volcano. <laughs> I'm pausing because Liz is clearly thinking rather than writing. Oh my god. Okay. And finally, question number eight. If you want a vegan volcano, don't use carmine food coloring. Made from cochineal bugs harvested from the pads of what alliterative cacti type? I have to know the cactus? (laughs) What is the alliterative name of the cactus that has pads from which the bugs are harvested? And the and the bugs are used in the making of the red food dye that you might put in your volcano, but not if you want a vegan volcano. <laughs> of course, in order to have an alliterative name, it would have to be okay. two words rather than just one. Well, I don't think this is it, but I have one that's two words and it's alliterative. <laughs> okay, we'll hear it in a moment, but not before we hear... The answers to the preceding seven questions. Are you ready to go over those answers? Yeah. Okay. Question number one, name that country. Iceland? Correct. Question number two, name that song. God, I have no idea. Okay. So so the, the hint, to remind you of the hint that I put on here, if you don't know the song, it's about a declaration of love that might make iced tea jealous. Could you, if you had to, fill in the blank, Ice tea loves blank. What is no. ice? What is ice tea's wife's name? I don't know. What? Coco. Coco. 
bacon soda. I got bacon soda. I'm in love with the cocoa. Oh, I, I, what? The name of the song is Coco. It's about cocaine. Rappers uh, talking about cocaine. It's about cocaine as well. But in the context of Ice-T, it's about his wife, whose name is Coco. And they had a reality TV show called Ice-T Loves Coco. Oh, I didn't know that. Or no, I'm sorry. It was called Ice Loves Coco. Yeah, okay. They, they dropped the T. Uh, okay, uh, uh, question number three. Name that painting. The Scream. Correct. It's not Home Alone. It's not Macaulay Culkin, but it looks a bit like that because it's the scream. Question number four. If you're stung by a what? A jellyfish? Correct. Question number five. Name that moon of Jupiter. Io. Correct. Which, side note, my I noticed this afterwards. My I'm drinking one of those bubbly sparkling waters mm-hmm. and the tab... <laughs> okay says io yeah but more as like a greeting i think mm-hmm. because of io edibari who's in everything yes and by the way it is pronounced edibari bless you for knowing that i've never actually heard somebody say it out loud well um, long long before the bear i've been hearing her on various podcasts uh, for several years and so i've heard her correct people on this mm-hmm. pronunciation and i've heard her say it is pronounced like a factory where they make Debras. <laughs> a Debra. <laughs> um, yeah, she's in that. She's in that theater camp movie I would like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was also, she voices um, April the human O'Neil. April O'Neil in the Ninja Turtles movie, which yep. I saw with Elliot. She is having a well-deserved moment. She is very funny and talented. And there was something else that I heard her voice and I was like, that's her. And it was, <laughs> mm-hmm, but I can't mm-hmm. remember what that is now. She has a very small role. She's in only one scene of uh, the new Spider-Verse movie. Mm-hmm. Which, have you seen that yet? No, I want to though. Okay. Well, is maybe... it available on not at my house? You mean at your house? Yeah, that's what I mean. Not at yeah. a theater at my house. Um, I think so, but I think maybe only in the way where you can pay a lot to buy it. The Ninja Turtles movie, by the way, I think is totally worth seeing. I, I sort of went in thinking th- this is something I can do with Elliot for two, you know, an hour and a half and instead was visually delighted and also enjoyed the, the plot. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing it. I think I'm going to enjoy it. We have not seen it in the theater because Dana does not have enough interest uh, in it to do that. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, question number six. Uh, what's the dish soap brand? Dawn. Correct. Question number seven. Name that volcano and or Sufjan Stevens song. Pompeii. Ooh, so close. It is ac- that is actually the name of the city that was destroyed by oh. the volcano, which is called Vesuvius. Damn. Vesuvius, <laughs> fire of fire, says That's Sufjan right. Stevens. That's right. And finally, name that cactus type. Christmas cactus? No. No. I, I got wouldn't... one though that fit the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't ask you for one where cactus was part of the name. That, <laughs> but that's that... what it's called. You can't just call it a Christmas. Mm. <laughs> mm. This isn't no. this isn't heads up. No, I thought you had a shot at this because I thought that you had some, after visiting here, I thought you had some affinity for this, but maybe I'm just thinking of. I'm sure that I did, and I just can't. 
Prickly pear. Prickly, prickly pear. Prickly pear is the cacti type. That's fine. I, no, I should have gotten that. I, I literally was like, saguaro, octio, barrel cactus. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was listing them in my head. I just couldn't mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. Well, obviously, I'm biased uh, <laughs> living in the, the cacti capital. Um, so uh, it was only natural for me to fall into the trap of perhaps making that question too hard, thinking <laughs> Other another person would. would if uh, you'd asked me what that dye is made out of, I would have told you it's made out of bugs. <laughs> yeah, and I and I and I. Some of these questions, uh, not to peel back the curtain too much, but I agonize over them, <laughs> and because I, <laughs> I think of a thing that I want to ask about. Yeah. But how do you ask about it so that there's mm-hmm. a so that there's one specific correct answer. And yeah. it's something that you could conceivably know, but also it's not guaranteed that you'll know it. And so, um, yeah, there was, there's just too many ways, like you could have said beetles, you could have said bugs, like, I can't expect you to know the name of the type of bug. But I was like, well, she might be able to pull prickly pear if I... No, I absolutely would, should have been able to, let no, me just no, say no, that. No, don't say that. <laughs> um, okay, so you uh, got five, um, let's call that a B minus, uh, in science class. And from science, we go to math class. Ah, yes, I love math. Okay, so for math class, for, for this round, I needed, first of all, I needed a magic number. And so to decide what number to use, I looked to the Smug Buds podcast. And this uh, is episode 84 of the podcast. Yeah. And so the magic number is 84. And the magic algebraic equation uh, in this round is X times Y equals 84. Okay. Each of these questions is actually going to be two questions. Okay. In each question, I'm going to ask you for a certain number, which is X, and a certain number, which is Y. I see. Okay. And in all eight cases, X times Y equals 84. Oh my God, Will. So if you only know one in the pair, that should be enough to get you the other one. Yeah. If you know X, you can solve for Y. And if you know Y, you can solve for X with some division. Yes. So, for example, I could ask you X equals the atomic number of hydrogen and Y equals the number in the abbreviated title of the Wonder Woman movie sequel. Because... The one first, and 84. One and eight, well, because one times four equals 84. Yeah. Okay. Do Am I allowed to use a calculator? I, I, I cannot stop you. <laughs> you could disqualify all my answers. No, I, and I don't think I'll be doing that. Okay. Um, I, okay. I mostly ask because obviously I can do division, but this might save us time. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Number one, X equals the number of words in the shortest verse in the King James Bible. Okay. Y equals the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything, according to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I would just like to say I need both of these without having to do math. That's why I made it number one. (laughs) Number two, 
x equals the number of games in an MLB World Series where one team sweeps. Okay. Y equals the name of a 2011 album by Adele. Okay. Number three. X equals the number of days from Christmas to the Epiphany. Mm -hmm. Y equals the number of terraces of purgatory according to Dante's Purgatorio. God. Um, pulling out the old calculator. Liz is reaching for her phone to use the calculator app. Okay. Number four. X equals the number of moons Neptune has. Uh -huh. Y equals, as of now, the number of actors to play James Bond in Eon Films. And I say in Eon Films because that's the name of the production company. I'm specifying what you could call canonical bonds. There are other okay. weird examples of like, did you know there's this like non-sanctioned James Bond movie where, but I'm not asking about that. Yeah. Real real James Bonds, official James Bonds. How many? Okay. Number five. X equals the number of Ivy League universities. Y equals the name of a 2004 disaster film also made into a TV miniseries about catastrophic earthquakes. Can you say the second one again? Y equals the name of a 2004 disaster film slash TV miniseries about catastrophic earthquakes. And I say, to be to be clear, I'm saying it's both a film and a miniseries because I think it's been packaged as, like, it's not, I'm not talking about a remake. I'm talking about, like, oh, they made a, they made a movie, but they aired it on TV as a miniseries. Okay, yeah. It's been packaged both ways okay um number six x equals the number of millimeters to one foot using ho scale the most popular scale of model railway oh y equals the number of frames per second in the standard frame rate for cinema okay 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 Number seven, this is a long one. Mm -hmm. X equals the number of delegates who signed the United States Declaration of Independence in 1776. Uh -huh. Y equals the number missing from this benchmark for global average temperature from the Paris Agreement. Quote, to pursue efforts to limit the temperature increase to blank degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Okay, say those both again. X equals the number of delegates who signed the U.S. Declaration of Independence in 1776. Mm -hmm. Y equals the number missing from this benchmark for global average temperature from the Paris Agreement. Quote, to pursue efforts to limit the temperature increase to blank degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Okay. And number eight, 
x equals the number of tiles in a standard set of double six dominoes, y equals, as of now, the number of Halloween movies that are just called Halloween. <laughs> okay. Do you need to hear any of them again before we go over answers? I don't think so. Okay, and then I assume you are ready to go over answers. Yes. Number one was uh, X equals the uh, shortest verse in the King James Bible. How many Two. words? Jesus Two. wept. Uh, and then the answer to the ultimate question is... 42. Correct. 42 times 2 equals 84. Number two, uh, if one game sweeps the MLB World Series, then how many games were there? Four. And the name of the Adele album is? 21. That's right. So that's how the, old she was. That's the, the, uh, those two numbers multiply to make 84 as well. Uh, number three, number of days from Christmas to the Epiphany? 12. Number of terraces in Purgatory? Seven. Correct. Those <laughs> two numbers make 84 when you multiply them. Question number four, the number of moons of Neptune. Is it, is it 14? Yes. <gasps> then what's the number of Bond actors? Six. Correct. They are Sean Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. Yes. And it's, 20, it's August 2023, and that's how many there are, and we don't know who the seventh is going to be. And shout out to Elise for having a podcast recently that I listened to where she talked about her book, Goldeneye, mm. um, where she ran through the names of them all really quick. So I knew, I knew, I mean, I sort of had an idea, but I just listened to this podcast. Nice. Awesome. Okay. Question number five, the number of Ivy League universities? Twelve. And what's the name of the disaster film about catastrophic earthquakes? Seven? No. <laughs> Uh, the number of Ivy League universities is eight, eight, and the name of that film is Ten Point Five. Oh, okay. Or ten and a half, but given what the movie is about, you would probably say Ten Point Five. I um. As on the Richter scale. I only just very recently learned that. Like, do you know what makes an Ivy League school an Ivy League school? I think I have known this at one point, but I cannot remember now. Well, it's fucking sports. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's literally just, like, the sports league that they're in, which makes mm -hmm. me just want to, like, throw them... It has nothing to do with prestige. I mean, yeah. it does now, to a degree, but, like, it's sports. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, not what you would think, given the reputation. Uh, number six, the number of millimeters in the model railway scale. 28. And the uh, number of frames per second for cinema. Oh, sorry. Did I do these backwards? No. No, I must have just totally done this wrong. Because it's not three frames per second. So. What did I do? I did something wrong. I just failed this one. What are the answers? That's okay. No, you might. <laughs> so the uh, for cinema it is 24 frames per second. Yeah. It is 3.5 millimeters to one foot. Okay. In the model railway scale. Okay. I just did. I I thought it was 24. 
But that seemed, I, I, okay, I think I understand what happened. But this oh. is all on me. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, must be a little bit on me, having written No, written no, no, questions. no. Okay. Um, I, I don't think I, I don't think I understand. No, it's fine. We don't have to talk about it. Go on. <laughs> do you want to talk about the fact that I could have told you that there would be no repeats? Or. Havesies? Yeah, or the fact that I could have. I could have let it sl- slip that, yeah, this, some of these were not going to be whole That's integers. Fine. Question number seven, uh, number of delegates who signed the Declaration of Independence? 21. Then what's the number of degrees Celsius? Four. So it's actually 1.5 degrees Celsius. Oh, man, I'm really like, I 50, really had low standards for the 50, Earth. And low standards for the Declaration of Independence, as it turns out. 56 <laughs> delegates signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Finally, the number of tiles in a standard set of double six dominoes. 42. The number of Halloween movies just called Halloween. Two. Sorry, no. <laughs> there are three Halloween movies called Damn. Halloween. And there are 28 dominoes in a standard set of double six dominoes if i you, was so close if you looked at it it would be clear because you know how dominoes are yeah there's you know imagine imagine a domino uh-huh imagine a domino has a certain combination of two numbers yeah if you saw every combination possible represented only once there are 28 dominoes yeah that makes sense yeah um, so you went um, 50-50 on that one, which yeah. uh, makes sense. Uh, math class is hard, at least in my experience. I started this. I love math. Mm-hmm. So that's good for maybe like a C minus in math or, or something like that. There's I'll, gotta bring, be, I'll do some extra credit after class. There's got to be room for, for, for D's and F's, and, and you could have done uh, much worse. So, uh, okay, the bell rings. Math class is over. What time is it? It's time Lunch. for... It's time for round five, a.k.a. fifth period, a.k.a. it always comes later in the day than you think it will and you want it to. It's lunch and also it's recess and it's lunch slash slash recess. They share a period and they share a round. And what it means is that these eight questions were all inspired by cafeteria foods or playground games. Nice. Okay, ready? Uh Uh-huh. Question number one. In 1946, the staff at Buddy's developed what style pizza by baking it in rectangular steel pans available from local automotive suppliers where they were originally used as drip trays or to hold small parts and scrap metal in factories? Question number two. A girl plays hopscotch at the edge of a cliff. On the cover art for what band's 1998 album, Follow the Leader, featuring tracks like Dead Bodies Everywhere and Freak on a Leash. Oh, God. Um, Name that band. Okay. Question number three. What's missing from this list? of nicknames for the four shapes of chicken McNuggets. <laughs> the bell, the ball, the bone, a.k.a. the bow tie, 
and the blank. Okay, Liz give me a thumbs up. This is actually the only one that I knew the name of. Question number four. Patty Cake the Gorilla, Patty the Elephant, and Gus the Polar Bear have all been real-life residents of what Big Apple Zoo that has also fictionally been home to the main characters in the Madagascar movies? Name that zoo. Question number five. This music that you play for us comes from the depths of hell. Rock and roll's the devil's work. He wants you to rebel. Sings Meatloaf in an uncredited role as whose father in the 2006 movie Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny. Question number six. In October 2010... Doug Wheelock became the first person to use the app Foursquare to check in to what location where he received the message, quote, you are now 220 miles above Earth, traveling 17,500 miles per hour, and unlocked the NASA Explorer badge. Show this badge and get a free scoop of astronaut ice cream. Question number seven. Who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? Asks a radio host in the very first Got Milk TV commercial. Directed by what master of mayhem who went on to make most recently Ambulance and least recently Bad Boys? Name that director. Name that master of mayhem. And finally, question number eight. Years before his near-fatal snowplow accident, what Avengers actor broke both his arms filming a stunt for the movie Tag based on the true story of some men who like to play tag? Name that Avengers actor. Would you like to hear any of these questions again? Could you say six again? Six. In October 2010, Doug Wheelock became the first person to use the app Foursquare to check into what location, where he received the message, you are now 220 miles above Earth, traveling at 17,500 miles per hour, and unlocked the NASA Explorer badge. Show this badge to get a free scoop of astronaut ice cream. Great. I was just checking that my math was right after last round. Any other repeats? No. Okay. Let's go over answers then. Question number one. What style pizza? Deep dish. No, I'm sorry. What What is it? The clue was that the pans are available from local automotive suppliers. Yeah. Oh, Detroit style pizza. This question is about Detroit style pizza. Uh, I I knew exactly because they still use them. Huh? They don't use like, it's not like they use like, I, so I know about this, but I just, I just goofed it. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> Question number two, uh, what band has this album called Follow the Leader with songs like Freak on a Leash? Is it Rage Against the Machine? No, I'm sorry. What is it? It, it is Corn. Corn. 
this uh, this question was inspired by the album cover uh, having a girl playing hopscotch, but the answer is corn and could have easily fit the other theme of the round about food. Um, <laughs> That's right. Speaking of cafeteria right. food, um, <laughs> uh, the uh, the what is the missing shape of McNugget? Boot. Correct. Boot. Ida. I gave my the boot. Trying, my to cat's boot. interrupting with my homework. He's trying to eat my pen. Don't let him eat your homework. <laughs> uh, t- teacher will never believe it. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, question number four. Name that New York Zoo. Is it the Central Park Zoo? Correct. I almost put the Brooklyn Zoo, Will. Okay, that would have been a little bit strange <laughs> because the really famous one is called the Bronx Zoo. Okay, see, I really would have fucked it up. And then I, I thought, would... no, Liz, Will would not have tried to trick you. Good for you, writing Central Park Zoo. Um, question number five. Meatloaf was playing whose father? Jack Black's? Correct. I also would have accepted JB or Jables. Uh, <laughs> They don't actually call him Jack Black in the movie, uh, but his character's name is JB. Uh, Question number six. uh, This astronaut, he used Foursquare, but where? The space station. Yeah, I'll accept that. Yeah, International Space Station. Yeah, the ISS. The ISS, correct. Like, Uh, uh, that might be where you are if you, um, during lunch and recess, in school suspension. Oh, very good. That's fun. (laughs) I would never have thought of that. I love that. Okay, question number seven. Hi, Gaeta. Question number seven. Fun fact. Who directed the first Got Milk commercial? Is this Spike Jones? No. Uh, It is Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Master. I called him the master of mayhem because... um, when he makes one of his uh, big action movies, uh, his process is affectionately referred to by some as Bayham. Oh, I see. Michael Bay. Uh, and then finally, uh, who is that actor who broke both his arms making the movie Tag? Is it Hawkeye? But what is that guy's name? What is that asshole's name? Because that guy's a douchebag. Okay, so so uh, let me give you a hint. Um. He has a a reality show on Disney Plus now. Right. And I saw the name of it and I thought like, oh, he like cashed in his 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 um cachet to to have like a an Anthony Bourdain style show, but it's not a the name of the show is not a pun on reservations, like I thought it was. Oh, God. It's a it's a pun on renovations. Yeah. Because it's a show about doing like renovations on vehicles or something. Right. It's maybe ironically, given he was almost killed by a snowplow. Jeremy uh, Renner. Correct. The show's oh, called Christ. Renovations <laughs> because his name is Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Right. Okay. So uh, you got five correct out of eight. So that's good for, I think we called that a B minus last time. Uh, B minus. Oh, you got a B minus in lunch and recess. Congratulations. (laughs) That's, that is officially appearing on your report card. My permanent Um, record. Okay. So uh, after lunch and after recess, uh, whatever order those come in, uh, sixth period is English class. And uh, the English teacher 
is not looking so good. Oh, the, Engl- no. <laughs> the English teacher is young and hip and hungover again. And <laughs> what does a hungover teacher do? Play they a go- movie. They go to the AV room and they wheel in the TV. <laughs> and sometimes I ask, this is the second audio round, and sometimes I ask you to name the movie, but also sometimes I ask you to name the TV show. And there's not enough time to watch a movie, even though teachers love to do it anyway, just show you like 45 minutes of Finding Nemo or whatever. But yeah. we're not we're not going to do that. Um, no, instead, what better television program to watch in English class than Wishbone? Are you familiar with Wishbone, Liz? Yes. What's the story, Wishbone? Wishbone. Do you think it's worth a look? Kind of so, seems familiar. <laughs> like a story from a book. Book, yes. Let's English go class. Up. Books. What's the story, Wishbone? I actually don't remember <laughs> what the words are after that. I just know it goes up. <laughs> okay, that's a lot more than I remembered. Um, so, uh, yeah, instead of playing a clip from a movie and asking you to name the movie, or even playing a clip from a TV show and asking you, Uh, to name the TV show. Instead, I am going to play you a clip from an episode of Wishbone. (laughs) And I am asking you to name the book that Wishbone is teaching young audiences about. Okay, Liz is no longer hearing me. Uh, Gata the cat is very cute. That's something for Liz to hear when she listens to the podcast. Here is number one. How camest thou hither? Tell me and wherefore. The orchard walls are high and hard to climb, and the place death, considering who thou art, if any of my kinsmen find thee here. With love's light wings did I o'erperch these walls. <laughs> For stony limits cannot keep love out. Therefore thy kinsmen are no stop to me. Hmm. My faithful vow of love, I give to thee. My bounty is as boundless as the sea. My love is deep. The more I give to thee, the more I have, for both are infinite. That was number one. Now let's hear clip number two. All right. This is it. I am a dog on a mission. Watch me, boys. Follow my lead. Yes. Please, sir, I want some more. What? I want some more. Hey, work with me here. Throw me a bone. Anything. This is unthinkable. You're going out. Uh oh. Forever. Uh, uh, fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen, in the event of an emergency landing. Oh, oh, what door? <laughs> okay, that was number two. Can only mean one thing. We have to listen to clip number three now. This will be my finest moment. Come on. What is this? 
research for this, this thing. Stay away from me. I said stay away from me. I reject you. You're a monster. That was number three. Now let's hear number four. Somebody's drowning. That's it. They done that last summer when Bill Turner got drowned. Shot a cannon over the water, make him come to the top. Huh, I know who's drowning. It's us. Us? They think we're dead and drowning. We're heroes, Huck. We're famous. But we're dead. Only temporarily, Huckleberry Finn. Best kind of death is a temporary one. It's a dream come true. Okay, if that was number four, then this next one is number five. Come, Darcy. I must have you dance. Ingly, you know I don't like dancing with strangers. Besides, I'm a London man. I'm not interested in country girls. You are too fastidious. I've never met so many pleasant girls in all my life. Well, that's true. Miss Bennet is very pretty. What about her sister, Miss Elizabeth? She's delightful and very clever. And why should I dance with her when nobody else will? I certainly do not need to beg him to be my partner. Okay, you just heard number five. Now it is time to hear number six. So, are we there yet? Fortune has smiled upon us. Look yonder, Sancho. Huh? An army of outrageous giants. I will fight and overcome them all for the honor of my lady, Dulcinea El Taboso. It will be my first great victory. Um, maybe I'm missing something here, but what giants? Right in front of us. Those creatures waving their enormous arms. Uh, I don't see giants. I see windmills. I tell you, they are giants. All right, that was number six. Now let us hear number seven. I meant her no harm. I meant to save her from misery like my own. Miss Havisham! Oh no! Miss Havisham! I'll take you! I'm coming! Dear Pip, forgive me. I forgive you, Miss Havisham. You may dismiss me from your mind and conscience. This life is not for me. Alright, that was number seven. And finally, let's hear number eight. Watson, are you all right? Yes, Holmes, but a strange liquid covers my hand. Hmm, phosphorus. Stapleton must have painted the dog to scare Sir Henry. He starved the poor thing to make him vicious enough to attack and kill you. You have saved my life, sir. That's my job. Watson, we've got to catch Stapleton. He cannot treat people or dogs like that. 
I'm I'm mad because I know I'm not specific enough with number eight, but okay. I know what it is. All right. Uh, well, if you are ready to go over answers, uh, then let us do so. What was number one uh, dramatizing? Ro- Romeo and Juliet. That is correct. What was number two? Oliver. What's the name of that book? Is it Oliver Twist? Correct. Okay. <laughs> oh, I have a question. Yeah. Was he carrying the bowl in his mouth at the beginning of that clip? Uh, yes, absolutely. He was. Because How else would he carry it? <laughs> it sounded like he had a stick in his mouth. Yes. And, and then, there... I, <laughs> then I realized what it was. And that's also, that's a bit of a theme because there is also a part of the Romeo and Juliet clip, which we heard where he he is Romeo and he hands her a rose and oh. he has to do that with his mouth and you can hear him that voice actor that voice actor was whatever he was paid it was not enough indeed uh what was number 3 i oh frankenstein correct mary shelley's frankenstein who is he playing the uh doctor frankenstein he is playing doctor victor frank well actually i don't know if he ever was a doctor i he, I mean, I think at that point, accreditation doesn't really exist. I think he dropped out of school to do his experiments. But yes, he's playing Victor Frankenstein, yes. I saw a tweet which said something that I had never noticed before, which is that if Frankenstein's monster is the child of Frankenstein, couldn't you also call him Frankenstein as if you're calling him by his last name? And I was yes. like, mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> the monster Frankenstein, yes, that's his <laughs> full name. Uh, what was number four then? Okay, so I feel like I'm, I feel like you've tricked me. Assuming that I would go to great pains to not put the name of the book in the audio clip. That's why I think you're tricking me and I can't remember the other name of the other book that has this character in it. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, oh, it's Huckleberry Finn. But then he said Huckleberry Finn and I was it's, like, it's, it's not the, the other one. It's not the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. It's the adventures of... Did you say Tuck? I don't remember. I never read this book. Okay, fair enough. Tom Sawyer. This Tom is Sawyer. the Adventures of Tom Sawyer. They um uh, you know those books have have some controversy around them. What? And I think hmm? and What I books? Think... <laughs> Frankenstein, Oliver Twist, Romeo and Juliet? What books? And I feel like at my, you know, fifty percent non white school, they just decided not to not to try to have a critical conversation. Not mine. <laughs> we had those conversations in my ninety mm, percent white high school. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm I'm overinflating. Um, what was uh, Liz? Liz lit up uh, hearing her own name in number five. What was number five? Pride of Bridges. Correct. What was number six? Don Quixote. Correct. A book I've never I've never read both of those books. I just am. I have two degrees in writing, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, there's, as our, yeah. Same for me. I haven't read it either. And there's lots of books that are part of uh, the canon, ahem, uh, that I haven't yeah. read. Uh, but I didn't get an English degree. I got a creative writing degree. So ask me about a bunch of contemporary stuff that I don't remember anything about. Um, <laughs> what was number seven? Is this, I don't think this is right, but this is what I wrote down. Is this Great Expectations? 
That is correct. Yes. <gasps> yes. Okay, good. If you could hear the audio, then you might have heard the names Pip and yes. Mrs. Haversham. That's great Those, expectations. I was afraid that I was thinking of a different Dickens. Yep. Well, I included two in here, um, which I hesitated to do, but I did it anyway. Um, and then finally, number eight. Name that book or so story. It's a, it's a Sherlock Holmes tale. Uh-huh. And it has dogs in the name. Mm-hmm. One in and, particular. Yeah. And I know that um, the episode of Sherlock that did this episode was a flashback episode. Not a flashback episode, but it takes place like in the... It's like a period piece. I... No, that's not correct. Really? What is What is that one? I remember the episode of Sherlock where they did this story and they... And it's and it's contemporary. Oh, it's not it's not the weird one. Okay, is it unless they like, did it twice? I I I remember when they did the special where it's all you know like Sherlock Holmes times would yeah, have been, yeah. but I don't remember what story they did. It's like in the that, hound, I, it's like the Hound of Berkshire or something. Like it is like that. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's it's a lot like that. And if you did a little more poorly so far, I might give it to you. But you've yeah. done so well that That's I think I, I'm not. It's called The Hound of the Baskervilles. Of the Baskervilles. That's right. The Hound right. of the Baskervilles. Six out of eight again. I'll take it. Well, uh, the bell rings and saved by the bell. Not only is English <laughs> class over, but classes are over. But the quiz isn't over. What could that mean? School day doesn't really end until... Extracurriculars! We've done our extracurricular activities. And so this round seven, the final round, uh, all of these questions are inspired by extracurricular activities. Are you ready? Yes. Question number one. After school, I have marching band practice, where the only goal is to go viral. So for inspiration, we watch videos of the so-called best damn band in the land playing for what school's Buckeyes fighting their rival Michigan Wolverines. Name that school. Question number two. Meanwhile, members of the Glee Club are responding to accuvate. Mm, excuse me. Members of the Glee Club are responding to accusations of bullying and rumors they are illiterate, which I think they started themselves to seem more like their hero. What star of TV's Glee and Broadway's Funny Girl? This is one of those conspiracy theories I've decided to believe. It's not very because kind, but it is kind of funny. Because it's more because she's also like so deeply racist. <laughs> Apparently so. That like I don't feel bad about you know saying on this podcast that I have decided to do it because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, question number three: The chess club president got so high they advanced which piece forward on move two in what's called a bong cloud attack. What? Considered a hilarious joke because it creates only disadvantages, such as foregoing castling. What piece do you move second to complete a bong cloud attack? Question number four. In student government, 
an insurrection has broken out because some people refuse to follow whose rules of order the Manual of Parliamentary Procedure, originally published in 1876 and most recently updated with the 12th edition in 2020. Blank's Rules of Order. Mm -hmm. Question number five. The Model UN is planning a field trip, but its members are divided between pragmatists voting for the UN headquarters in New York City and dreamers who won't settle for less than the World Court's Peace Palace in what third largest city in the Netherlands? What is the name of that city in the Netherlands that is home to the World Court? World Court is a nickname, by the way, and I'm going to give you the real name because I can see that you're not writing anything. <laughs> International Court of Justice is is the entity of the UN that's its actual name. Yeah. Where uh and they uh they are their peace palace is is in what third largest city in the Netherlands and I oh, I almost I really thought you were about to say the answer to this question several rounds ago. <laughs> When I heard you saying, send me to the, and I said, don't finish that. Oh, wait, what? Hmm? What? Huh? (laughs) Sorry, I said that because in my mind that time I finished it with gulag. Well, uh, question number six. So-called clover kids are pledging their heads to clearer thinking, their hearts to greater loyalty, their hands to larger service, and their health to better living in order to join the ranks of what alphanumeric youth organization? God bless you for giving me this one after those last two. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Question number seven. It's cookie season. And these Girl Scouts have sales quotas, so I did my part by buying 55 boxes of Thin Mints, 55 of Dosidos, 55 of Tagalongs, (laughs) and 55 of what cookie with caramel, coconut, and chocolate stripes? Is this a trick question? I, I hope not. Okay. I don't mean it to be. Okay. Uh, And question number eight, final question of the round and final question of the quiz. Soccer practice is canceled while the team demands a documentary crew since they saw Welcome to Wrexham, a show about Wrexham AFC and its co-owners, Rob McElhenney from Always Sunny, and what Canadian entrepreneur seen in Mint Mobile ads? And oh yeah, I guess he's been in movies too. Kenny hates this guy. <laughs> well, for a long time he hated him because he was married to Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Weird uh, thing to uh, air out, but there you go. Need to hear any repeats? No. Then you're ready to go over answers. Yes. Question number one. What's the school with a marching band called the best damn band in the land performing at Buckeyes games? Ohio State. Ohio State University is correct. 
Question number two, who is that star of Glee? Uh, Leah Michelle. Correct. Uh, the, question, the, tic, hmm. the TikTok I saw that made me decide that I was going to believe this was um, she had a book come out and there was a woman who had gone to her book signing and she showed us her signature, which was like round and literally just it looked like somebody had like scribbled into like sort of a circle shape. Mm-hmm. Like, like I like it wasn't it was like it wasn't even like her initials or something like it was so round and squiggly and i was lots like, of yeah. lots of signatures that you see because of autographs are like just a few lines right yeah just like a it's couple like, letters and then like a squiggle mm-hmm. but this one was like maybe sounds like maybe you asked joe biden to draw a clock <laughs> yeah. it was like it was like she hadn't lifted the the pen off the page and was trying to like add some swirls um, to like a planet, like a gas planet. She was drawing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, question number three: What piece do you move for a bong cloud attack? Is it a king? Is it the king? It is the king. That is correct. Um, took me so effing long to come up with a chess question. <laughs> uh, question number four. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, question number four, whose rules of order? Thomas's. Nope, Robert's. <laughs> they are called Damn it. Robert's rules of order. That guy's an asshole. Sorry. Uh, question number... I have no idea. I don't know. Just tell me. <laughs> uh, send them to send them to The Hague, they might say. Oh, The Hague. Because the name of that third largest city in the Netherlands is The Hague. Okay. Question number six... Clover Kids are from what organization? 4-H. Yeah, 4-H. This question is about what does 4-H stand for? Heads, hearts, hands, and health. Mm-hmm. It turns out. Um, question number six. Name the Girl Scout cookie with caramel, coconut, and chocolate stripes. Okay, so there's two answers. I learned this by writing the question, yes. Samoas will... or caramel delights. Wow, I really thought that I was going to teach you that, but you already <laughs> knew. Yes, there those are, are my favorite Girl Scout cookies. Very cool. Yes, and do you know why? Uh, why they're your favorite? No, I don't know because you like coconut. No, why they have two names? Well, yeah, I mean, I had to do some research in order to write the question, and apparently there are two baking companies that produce Girl Scout cookies, and yeah. depending on where you live around the country. You might get the Girl Scout cookies from what is basically Keebler, I understand, mm-hmm. or some other thing I don't remember the name of. What um what are you familiar with them as? Do Samoas. you like those first off? Yeah, I, I, I do too. I do like Samoas, yes. And uh I yeah, I, I did not know that there were alternate names. I think there there the other cookies you can sometimes sort of see like a difference between them. Um but I think that might be the only one with two different names. No, there are several. There, oh, there, there are several? There, I was looking on Wikipedia. There was a chart. It was like, oh, okay, there's a chart. Name for each. And, and uh, uh, some are the same. Like, Thin Mints are the same, no yeah, matter what. Yeah, that makes sense. But there were some that were had different names. And then there were some that were exclusive. Like, yes. they're not made by both. So let me just look this up again rather than uh, talking about it. Girl Scout cookies. I'm one of the few people I feel like that doesn't like Thin Mints. Uh, Thin Mints are good, especially if they've been in the fridge. Yeah. I just Um, don't. 
I just never, I don't know. They never did it for me. But a Samoa? Yeah, Samoas are good. Um, Thin Mints are good. Not as good as Samoas for me. My favorite flavor when it comes to sweets is always peanut butter. Um, So uh, I love me some... uh, which one are they? I always forget if they're tagalongs or um, dosidos, because both tagalongs and dosidos are peanut butter. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I think dosidos are the ones I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. So thin mints are thin mints. Caramel delights are Samoas. Dosidos are called peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> And tagalongs are called peanut butter patties. Yes, the peanut, I I think I like a dosi dough. Um, Actually, okay, so I'm not, I'm amending my statement. Tagalongs are the ones with chocolate coating. Yes. So tagalongs are my favorite. I like a dosi dough. The tag I also am a big chocolate peanut butter girl, um, but uh-huh. I also feel like the tagalongs just like don't do it for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not the best iteration of chocolate and peanut butter I've ever had in a dessert, but yes, um, they are my favorite Girl Scout cookie. Um, trefoils are just called shortbread uh, if you get them from the other one. Yeah, I get trefoils. And then the one that has the name, the Keebler one, which is called Little Brownie Bakers. Yeah, which has the names that I know. Which uh-huh. are their good names. Yeah. Also have Girl Scout S'mores. Yes. And Toffee Tastic and Lemon Ups. I love the Lemon Ups. The other one, which is called ABC Bakers, have cookies that Keebler doesn't have, and they are Lemonades, mm-hmm. Caramel Chocolate Chip, and Toast Yay. Yeah, I would love to try the Toast Yay. I would love to try the lemonades. Yes, I would love to. I feel like I have had a lemonade before, so I must, maybe I got just the lemonade from somewhere, but Mm. like maybe I was like in a weird place or something, but Mm. I feel like I've had that cookie before, but the lemon ups I get every year now. I love a lemon cookie. Yes, I love a lemon cake, like a lemon, like a lemon pound cake, like a loaf cake. I love a lemon dessert, especially like a lemon bar. Yes. And finally, um, you wouldn't know it, to uh, have heard the tangent that we just went on uh, and its length. But there is one more question that we haven't answered. Who is that co-owner of Wrexham AFC? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Correct. Deadpool himself, the Green Lantern himself, Ryan Reynolds. I also used to get Ryan Reynolds and um, Ryan Gosling confused. Mm -hmm. Yep. There was a time. Not for a long time, but a long time ago. There was a time, not recently, when that would have been true for me as well. Uh, so that con- that concludes the uh, 2023 quiz, Smugbuds quiz. Um, and that means I can do final scoring. I guess in yes. extracurriculars, we can say that you got a, uh, a good solid B for um, getting six out of eight correct, which was your most common score. Yes. In the seven rounds, you got six, six, five, four, five, six, and six again. I feel and... like this is like a good Oscars year for you, but in terms of my mm-hmm. <laughs> scores. Abs- yeah, it absolutely would be. Uh, six plus six plus <laughs> five plus four plus 
five again plus six again plus another final six is 38. Let me write that down. 38 out of a possible eight times seven is 56. 38 out of 56. So I got I got a D plus. Yeah, so sorry you are going to be held back next year, but... <laughs> Am uh, I getting the scholarship, Coach? <laughs> great job. Uh, great job, even though that sounds uh, like a D when you put it like that. <laughs> Any uh, final thoughts that that stirred up? Um. Any final Girl Scout cookie uh, shout-outs or... Final Leah Leah Michelle digs uh, before we sign off. I did want to say that this year is specific because Elliot is starting um, homework, mandatory homework this year. Wow. As a first grader. Yeah, starting first grade and getting homework. That is rough. I'm not excited about it mostly because, but so yeah, I really is back to school and uh, we'll see. Hopefully she takes to it part of the problem is that elliot still gets starts getting ready for bed at seven by Mm. still i mean she's never not gotten ready for bed at seven Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she's usually in bed like we've left the room by eight um sometimes a little bit later but uh so that doesn't leave a lot of time for homework she gets home at like five Mm. so there's like two hours we have to like let her eat and give her a bath yep not every night but um and the other thing I will say is that I did finally, this is something that's been coming in and out of my consciousness um, for a while, but I did remember and then say out loud what I want the next episode to be on. And so mm-hmm. it is also, it's going to be a parenting episode. So get ready. Okay. Very Related. good. Well, I'm looking forward to that in September. And then I'm also looking forward to what I have in store for October, which I have a good solid idea of what that's going to be, but it is also going to be a surprise. And it can't be another quiz, so that should have you wondering what the nature of <laughs> that should have that surprise could be. Um, but uh, I will tease that it involves the fact that you are going to be here in October. Yes. However, my intention is not to record it in person. We literally couldn't. There would be no time. Indeed. But I am <laughs> nevertheless going to make an effort to take advantage of the fact that yes. You and I are going to be the same place, and I could physically hand you something rather than having <gasps> to mail it to you. <laughs> I actually said to Sarah, because I'm bringing something to Sarah. Oh, I got something in my, like, FabFitFun box that, like, a palette I'm going to give her because I don't wear makeup like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I'll mail it to you. And she said, just bring it in October. And I said, oh, right, an airplane, the cheapest, most <laughs> expensive form of shipping. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or no i think i said the most expensive form of free shipping <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that tracks i can follow that all right well again uh great job congratulations thank you um on what maybe is your best performance in a quiz so far i, think it I don't is, know yeah. I, I don't have like records in front of me but we I, th- can, I, I think it is <laughs> we can speculate that it probably is um and uh see you in september See you then, Will. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Will is on Twitter and Letterboxd at youngest of one, and his website is williamhoffacker.com. You can find Liz at exclamate on Instagram, at exclamate underscore on Twitter, or on her website, elizabethdeannamorrislakes.com. 
Our website is smugbuds.com, and the podcast is at smugbuds on Twitter and Instagram. 